Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Hello, and welcome to Daily Drive. It's Wednesday, April 13th, 2022. I'm Jamie Butters, Executive Editor of Automotive News. Alabama gets an electric Genesis, earnings fall at CarMax, and it's New York Auto Show time, so bring on the crossovers. Also, why Toyota isn't taking reservations for its new EV. We'll get to that a little later. First, let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. Almost a year ago, Hyundai announced plans to invest $7.4 billion in the U.S. by 2025 to produce a suite of EVs, upgrade factories, and develop smart mobility technologies. But which electrified vehicles would be made in America? Yesterday at the New York Auto Forum, Hyundai Motor North America CEO Jose Munoz spilled the beans. We are going to produce in America and our plant in Alabama our first electric vehicle, the GV70 uh, EV, uh, which is going to be launched a little after we will launch the first hybrid vehicle produced in Alabama as well, the uh, Santa Fe. The Santa Fe is Hyundai's second best-selling vehicle in the U.S., trailing only the slightly cheaper Tucson. Genesis sales in the first quarter jumped 43%, led by the GV80 and GV70. Munoz was speaking at the New York Auto Forum, held in conjunction with the Big Apple's first auto show in three years. The show opens to the public on Friday. Today, automakers are revealing some new models to the media. Let's start with Jeep. The Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer are growing. The automaker is showing off extended versions of the SUVs today at the New York Auto Show. The variants are 12 inches longer than the standard models. The Wagoneer L and Grand Wagoneer L go on sale in the second half of the year. Pricing was not announced. Also at the show, Hyundai will reveal the freshened 2023 Palisade. The large crossover features a wider cascading grille, updated front and rear fascias, and a new headlight design. Hyundai's affiliate Kia also freshened its popular Telluride crossover. Kia will also display the redesigned Nero subcompact crossover, It's available in hybrid, plug-in hybrid, and full electric variants. Meanwhile, Nissan will debut an outdoorsy version of its redesigned Pathfinder midsize crossover. You can see the new models and read all of the show news at autonews.com. Elsewhere, General Motors has inked a cobalt supply deal. The automaker says it will buy the metal from Glencore, which the company will mine in Australia. Cobalt is a key component of electric vehicle batteries. The metal provides EV batteries with energy density that increases the range of EVs and boosts their life. The lack of new vehicles in the market has sent many consumers to the used vehicle market and pushed prices of pre-owned autos to record highs. That is turning away some would-be buyers, according to CarMax. The used vehicle retailer says same-store used vehicle sales fell by 6.5% in the company's fiscal fourth quarter, which ended February 28th. The company blamed the drop on affordability and declining consumer confidence. CarMax says the average price of a used vehicle it sold rose 40% 
to more than $29,000 in the quarter. The company earned almost $160 million in the quarter, down 24% from a year earlier. And that's the news you need to know. Coming up on the other side of the break, Toyota doesn't have a press conference at this New York Auto Show, but it wouldn't miss being on the show floor. We'll hear from a top executive after this. The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online, but you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every three minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online. eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed-price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory. Sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362. Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jamie Butters. Toyota is ready to bring its all-electric BZ4X to the U.S., at least a few of them. But while other automakers are taking orders and even deposits for new EVs, Toyota doesn't want to commit to vehicles it isn't sure it can make. I asked Bob Carter, the head of sales for Toyota Motor North America, about the plan. So we're here in New York, and you're going to speak here at the Auto Forum. Uh, but you don't have a press conference at the auto show. Are, is Toyota kind of done with auto shows, or is it just a matter of product timing and the lack of inventory on the lots? No, we're, we're far from being done with auto shows. If you walk the uh, Javis Center, you'll see that we're really pleased. We have one of the biggest displays hmm. in the entire show, particularly when you combine the footprint that Toyota and Lexus has. As far as press conferences, it's just a matter of product cadence. Mm -hmm. But auto shows, we believe, particularly in the environment that the industry's in now with very low inventory, they're extremely important to be able to get out and show your products to customers. In fact, uh, we're seeing that around the country, that auto show attendance uh, in the markets that weren't previously canceled are up 15 to 20% this year. Hmm. So we have big expectations and uh, Hopefully there's going to be well over a million consumers walk through Javis Center over the next week. Well, that's the thing. The auto shows still seem very important for consumers, important for dealers to find out who's in the market, um, but not as much of a news event. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the, the case. And I, I think you'll you see that with uh, some of the OEMs. I'm surprised uh, some of the OEMs have chosen not to even be represented here, mm -hmm. uh, particularly the luxury brands out of Europe. I mean, where In a where place like New York. So actually, yeah, actually, uh, I'm really pleased. Uh, we have a beautiful uh, Lexus display over there. So 
That's all right. I'm, I'm okay with 100% market share. You'll take it. That's okay. right. So speaking of market share, uh, Toyota stayed ahead of GM in the first quarter of this year. Yeah. Uh, I know you said that's not really sustainable, but what is what is your outlook for the year? Are you are you optimistic about things getting back to normal product at the factories this year or not until next year? Well, the crystal ball tends to be still a little cloudy right now. Mm -hmm. So we have a very good view of second quarter and a preliminary view of the third quarter. Our assumption is the supply chain should start to normalize in the fourth quarter. Okay. Now, that's production capability. That's not dealer inventory. <laughs> dealer inventory will take us well into 23 and before we start talking things about 20, 30 day supply. Mm -hmm. But uh, overall, we reforecasted our industry expectations. We believe the consumer demand this year is somewhere around 16.5, maybe as high as 16.8, yet the industry is only going to be able to build about 15.5. Mm -hmm. So we're forecasting a 15.5 industry. Again, it's not all consumer demand. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever experienced that we're forecasting what we believe the industry can build. And uh, we're going to continue to build our fair share, but. Uh, really no projections on how the year end's going to come out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you recently announced, or set, uh, Toyota recently revealed it'll be uh, 7,000 BZ4X yes. EVs for the U.S., uh, 6,500 Solteras for Subaru. You are getting close to having sold so many plug-in hybrids that you'll start to lose some of the federal support uh, for your EV. Yeah. Are you worried at all about being disadvantaged against your friends at Subaru? No, not necessarily. We uh, we do anticipate that. We'll probably run through the 200,000 cap uh, somewhere between the second and third quarter this year because we've we've been very robust in the, uh, the plug-in hybrid space. Um, but uh, General Motors and Tesla are through their 200,000. So uh, we're hopeful that the um, the federal government will keep a level playing field, mm -hmm. something that we've been uh, vocal in the taxation issues of saying, you know, Toyota's position is we're okay if it's $10,000 or it's zero. Just, mm -hmm. just keep it level for the consumer. And so we're anticipating this, but uh, you know, with 7,000 units, quite frankly, Jamie, um, that 7,000 units is really controlled on supply chain issues that we're all facing with, and I'm confident they're already they're already spoken for. They, you're confident they are, but you're not taking orders, you're not taking reservation, despite all the sell selling you're doing up into the pipeline on regular, you know, Camrys and, and Siennas. Well, we want to be realistic because uh, we know we're just starting this uh, supply chain and, you know, look, we don't want to take a lot of orders and have customers waiting for cars that they may never get. Mm -hmm. um, that's happening too often in this, this industry right now and we don't want to inconvenience customers that way. So our dealers are doing a great job. They're writing orders for vehicles that they know we can get within a reasonable period of time. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, the vehicles like the BZ4X, they're first going to be uh, skewed towards the ZEV states. Mm -hmm. So if you're in Texas or Illinois or somewhere that's not a ZEV state, uh, we don't want to take a lot of orders. Mm -hmm until we're ready with the supply chain that we can build them. Do you think you can sell all 7,000 in the ZEV states? Uh, that is not our plan. Our okay. plan is is that uh, is that we wanted to distribute the vehicle uh, 
nationally. Okay. But, uh, but the initial allocations will be skewed there because that's where the immediate demand is. Great. Thanks, Bob. Thank Good you. Good to see you. Thank you. <laughs> that's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jamie Butters. You can get news on new vehicles, electrification, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. Thanks to Nathan Kadick for editing today's show. Thanks to the AMTV team and web editor Victor Galvan for their help. And thanks to you for listening and making this show part of your daily routine. Now let's all get back to work.